New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you over here. Reverend Z right here. And you have Michael right here. And our special guest, Pastor Michael Mangus, is with us today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all those of you that are watching. I'm going to suggest um, you grab a hold of your seat belt for today's episode. Uh, we've been in the back room chatting for about a half hour now, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm Mr. Emotional today, and I'm responding from a very emotional place because I have two kids. Well, luckily, only one kid in school now, uh, and I, but I've got four more years of, of what's going on in America to get a kid through high school, and I'm pissed. Yeah. Z? Yeah, I, well, you know, and uh, I, I, I have two, two kids, two grandkids, rather. One's a, a nine-year-old and the other's a 13-year-old. Um, and, you know, first thing when I heard this, I called my daughter and, and like, hey, I, I don't know what to do, but get them out of school for the day anyway. Um, yeah, because it's just so horrific to think about, you know, when you think about the ages of these kids, and they say most of them were fourth graders, you're talking eight, nine-year-old kids, and it's just heartbreaking. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't have any children. I mean, I have nieces and nephews, but still, that the tragedy down in Texas, just you know, including added to that Buffalo, it just really. I just there, there's not even any words for it. It's like. You know, enough thoughts and prayers. Let's do something ab about it rather than just saying, uh, well, we're just sending our thoughts and prayers. The next politician that says that, I think we ought to vote them out, out, out of office. Um, well, I think we got to vote every politician out of office at this point, except yeah. for that guy in Connecticut. But uh <laughs> Who actually, again, who, who actually stood up again in the Senate and said, and, you know, um, Beta O'Rourke, um, was that a political stunt? It may have been. But still, that somebody, I think that uh, during the press conference down in Texas, someone needed to say that. Someone needed to stand up and say, listen, you're not doing anything, uh, government. You're not doing anything except, again, flapping your gums and saying, okay, uh, same old, same old. Um, 
So go ahead. So, so folks, remember, we're not here trying to solve any problems on Friday mornings. Part of I believe, and, and I know Z believes, and I imagine Michael believes with us, part of a healthy dialogue and part of a healthy spiritual life is being able to help the, in a healthy way express our anger, express yes. our grief, express our rage at what's going on in America when it comes to guns. And this show's been on the air almost two years now. We're over 100 episodes, so a little over two years now. And I don't want to go back and talk count how many times we've had to talk about a mass shooting that's either race-based or hatred-based. or um, And we've done it. We've offered the thoughts and prayers. And while they work in the immediateness of the of the person, that platitude doesn't work when it comes to change. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate voted down a, a bill, the Domestic Terrorist Act, which would allow us to actually have this conversation at the highest level. And they said, no, we don't want to do No, we're not going to do that. And... To me, that's part of the problem, too, is we're, we've tried desperately to search for an answer to this. Um, and even amongst the three of us, we have uh, varying degrees of acceptance and varying degrees of what we believe should happen. I'm personally on the side of ban them all right now. But yeah. See? And, 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 you know, when we look at this year, right, we're 21 weeks into the year. Which would mean, you know, we if we multiply that by seven, <laughs> we've got 150 days, 150 to my day, right? We've had 213 mass shootings in the country this year already. So we've had more mass shootings in the year than we've had days in the year so far. Almost double. I mean, not quite double, but... A, a, a time and a half almost for sure and when do we as a citizen body begin to band together and 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 i think there are four things that 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 culminate in this obviously the first thing is gun control and gun rights and when you buy them and how you get trained and what kind of checks our educational system, this young man, 18, the other guy in Buffalo, 18, I don't know if the guy in Buffalo had dropped out, but this guy had dropped out of school. Uh, so, so there's some educational and socialization issues that we have to fix. Then there's community support. These kids, all of these kids, I saw a statistic that says most of the mass murders of, of young people are between the age of 15 and 24. We got to give these kids some outlets and we have to pull together as a family of mankind to say this has to stop. Yeah. Uh, can I bring up uh, a comment? Uh, yeah. Chris? Okay. All right. Uh, Linda saying, I have an eight year old grandson. This has been a challenging week emotionally. Yeah. Um, yes. And the other person says, we can all write our senators to express our instances, uh, insistence that something be done. We can start the momentum in reaching out to networks via uh, Facebook, Instagram, so on. 
and asking them to contact their senators. We can stop this shit. Uh, wait, you can't say, wait, wait, you can't say that word on this show. Well, I guess I can. <laughs> we, we, we have another comment from uh, Dr. Tim Stewart here. He says, Dad, actions must be congruent with the profession of the prayer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. And so, let I me mean, just take Tim out. I, I just, I go ahead. I just want to tag on to that. Yes. And this is not a one-time thing. You cannot just be, and it's not just social media. If you are not calling your senators, if you are not calling your representatives, you're not on the playing field, and I don't want to hear from you. And 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 that's, I got I got a tag, a list here on my wall of my my contacts, and daily, this now becomes daily spiritual practice. A daily practice of calling your senators and yeah, no, none of them answer their phone. So leave a message. Hi, it's me again. Today's number 53 in a row that I'm calling you to ask you when you're going to stand up and start at, start pushing some responsible gun legislation. So go ahead, um, Mike. Yeah. You know, I, I know uh, Robert is, Go ahead and say, well, ban all guns. And I, again, I would. However, again, in this country, again, with the how they've been interpreting, the courts have been interpreting the Second Amendment, I think that having, this is what I propose. I think that, first of all, was we should raise the age to 21. I think that's the first one as far as the guns go. The second one is, again, to ban assault weapons, including these high-magazine uh, type weapons again, these uh, multi fire weapons ban them absolutely. Again, the people say, Well, you know, how about the hunters? Listen, if you again, if you have to go out with an automatic weapon and go shoot your lousy shot, all right. So, th those are two things. Uh, the third part, I think, is uh, not mental health, but again, is like what Z was saying is about having again, more of a community of us really getting to know each other and having, again, more, more of a support system uh, to, again, to, uh, again, the, the two shooters are, are 18. So, again, that we, we really need to, again, to, to take a look at how the community, including the family structure, again, is, is spotting these things and also just... Um, saying, uh, you know, enough's enough here. You know, we, there's other ways of handling your anger rather than going to the local gun store, getting a couple of uh, uh, AK-47s and then going in and, and, and blowing up a bunch of kits. So yeah. I think that there's, there, there is some, uh, and the other thing too is this, go vote, go vote. If, if you're not voting, then you're voting by saying, forget it. You need to go vote. Now, I'm not going to tell you here who to vote for, but I'm going to strongly recommend that you vote for people who have uh, have been on the record of going and, and saying, we need new legislation here. We need to have some controls on this. So that's, uh, that's uh, you know, again, I, I don't tell people how to vote, okay, Robert and Z. I, you know, again, but I say that I think as a spiritual leader, 
I think that, again, to say, listen, you know, maybe that we need to be having politicians, again, who are responsive to what the hell's going on out there. So thank you. You know, I think, you know, one of the things that we all need to do is become very familiar with this Second Amendment. Because first and foremost, the Second Amendment was, along with some other bills, was first ratified in 1791, people. 1791. And it specifically spoke to militia, or basically military, to support and, and, and protect the citizens when they were at, in the Revolutionary War. Now, the, 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 the NRA came about in 1871, almost 100 years later, right? Uh, and, and so, first of all, what was happening in 1791, they couldn't even in their wildest prophetic dreams figure out what the heck is going on right now in this country. So that law needs to be, that, that, that thing needs to be looked at and ratified. There needs to be mandatory age requirements, not at 18. At a, you can't rent a car until you're 25. You can't buy alcohol until you're 21, right? Yes. But you can go out and buy a gun with mass clips and, and, and cause havoc, and that's okay. And it's, but we know that it's not. So, so we really have to begin to understand these things that we give a rubber stamp to and debate them and, and yeah. make amends and make amendments to them when we get the right people as you, Michael, in office. Yeah. Uh, so Linda has a very good comment. She says, a part of me wants to drive to Dallas to protest the NRA convention. Uh, despite the event, Texas seems to be cruising. <laughs> To continue, I think that's a uh, an intentional pun here to continue the support of guns for everyone. Yes, and again, I think that uh, people need to go hit the streets. As far as uh, you know, if that's what you're called to do, again, uh, uh, I always encourage people. Again, we do it peacefully here. We don't add. We go ahead. We we raise our voices, but again, that we don't get into active confrontation uh, with. Uh, well, yeah, unless you want to, unless you're trying to, unless ahead. you're, unless you're an insurrectionist and you want to try and overturn the government, yeah. oh, because oh, then, okay. then we get violent, then we get violent, yeah. then, then <laughs> we, right. then we bash heads and we break windows and we get violent. So I, some ahead. of our old, some of these older perceptions, I think America has changed so dramatically in the last two years that much of what we believe we have been or were or how we act just doesn't hold water anymore. Right. It's, there's no need for gun stores. As we've been talking, I'm reminded the state of Utah controls alcohol sales. As far as I know, it's the only state in the country that all the alcohol is sold by the state. There's yes. no private ownership of alcohol sales in the state of Utah. Let's do that with guns. Let's put all of the gun stores under the ownership of each individual state. And if your state wants to sell guns, then you can have a, uh, then you can, your state can have a gun store. And then you limit how many stores you have. 
But this unregulated, unchecked flow of firearms into our country, into our kids' hands. And yeah, we got to hold the NRA responsible. They came out yesterday with some BS statement uh, uh, that is full of it. I, I think we got to hold the, you know, if I was a, if I'm a, if I'm a bartender and I overserve you, I can be held liable. Absolutely. For any damages you cause, mm -hmm. let's start holding Winchester and who all these other gun manufacturers. Let's start holding them liable and responsible when a kid shoots up a school with one of their guns. I, we've got to do something perhaps incredibly so far outside of what we've always tried or what has been our history. We've got to make it up differently than ever before because what we've done does doesn't work well i think i think one thing that's going to be key and 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 i like i like tim's statement here about well regulated right right now some regulation it appears you can go you can go to a gun gun show and 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 have access to bazookas almost um at some of these gun shows um and so in the parking lot, yeah, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what you know that, that as they got that conference in, in 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 Houston today, the NRA thing in Houston, and the former president is supposed to speak. It will be very, I mean, I'm sure people are waiting with bated breath to hear what he says. But but I think one thing that's highlighted here that that we. Are, are, are firmly rooted in here in, 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 in our philosophical, religious, spiritual teachings is that there is a oneness taking place here. And yes. we have to begin looking at all of the systems that support us as humanity, education, gun rights, mental health, housing, uh, food insecurities, job. I mean, one, you start pulling one of those levers and someone may spiral. Right. I mean, most people don't have an emergency fund, so it's only going to take them one or two weeks or a month to be out of work. And then they are homeless. Then they, if they got kids, they may go into depression. And if they can't get any help or support from institutions and family and community, they may spiral. Right. I, I think the one thing that uh, I've heard from, again, unfortunately, from the politicians is saying, well, our mental health system is broken. Well, again, what I've noticed is that the same politicians who are saying that will not support any type of uh, bills or anything to prop up that system, which, again, unfortunately, uh, needs propped up. And that that's not going to catch everyone, again, like the shooter uh, in uh, in Texas. So is, is that a part of the problem? Yes. But again, that's not the solution here. The solution is a holistic solution yeah. where we go ahead and we go in and say, listen, what is broken here? And I really agree. Let me just put Tim's up again. Again, the well-regulated militia without uh, regulations, there's no right to bear arms. Unfortunately, that that's been interpreted by our courts, by the Supreme Court, that you can go ahead and have a gun in your house. That again, that uh, the as uh, Robert says, that needs to be taken a look at here. As far as uh, you know, we again that was written in the 1700s. We need to take a look at that 
and need to amend the Second Amendment. Now, is that going to happen? Not right now. However, I really do believe that, again, if we start limiting the um, the uh, 21, get rid of the assault rifles, um, start to um, hold all the politicians accountable for what's going on out there, I think that we would see a change. Uh, it's not probably as fast as what Robert would say. And again, man, my heart goes out. You know, I, I don't know what I would do if I had kids. I'd probably pull them out and, and homeschool them. Um, that's that's what I would do. It's so, it, you know, so my heart goes out to him, man. You know, I don't and know what I would do. And think about and think about and, you know, we, 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 we've been talking, you know, about the about the, the lost lives and everything. But think about some of the, the, the some of these kids who we hear in stories where they had to cover themselves with their friend's blood to play dead and and <clears throat> all these kinds of things. Think of the, you know, right now they're in the heat of the moment, so to speak. Think about what's going to happen. I mean, school ended today for them. So now they're going to have the whole summer to play this over and think about things and, you know, families and friends of a, of seven, eight, nine, ten year old kids. I mean, you're gonna have adults who can't. And then you have the story of the of the of the well, one uh, guy whose wife died. They say he died of a broken heart, went to drop flowers, he had a heart attack. So mental health and counseling and support are gonna be needed from professional and from the community just to be there and hold them and don't say a word, just hold them and let them know I'm here. I'm not trying to give you advice. Tell me what you want. I'm going to do my best to do it. And the kids from Columbine are now adults. Yes. And they will and they will tell you that yes. they still suffer traumatic yes. triggering. And I'm sure there are countless mm. people across our country. Where I'm triggered and I've never had to walk over top of a friend's body in, in junior high or high school. There are people all over this country that are so incredibly fragile because they've had to deal with the this this the aftermath of this and haven't been able to access adequate support and mental health counseling and therapy and all those things and we've got a lot of adults running around that are traumatized every 30 school shootings this year 200 some odd mass shootings this year every one of them is another slice i we're we say we're dying, you know, the death of a thousand cuts. This is the death of a thousand bullets. And, you know, and, I spoke, all... I, I, and just real quick, Rob, because you bring up a good point about Columbine. I spoke with a friend of mine who was, who was a freshman at Columbine and she knew people and she knew Dylan. I think she knew one of them. And when I started talking about what happened in Texas, she was beginning to well up. Yeah. Now, you know, I, 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 and so I had to back off because I'm like, ooh, I ain't trying to wake nothing up. But the effects, the, the point is the effects from that, and that's been what, 20 some odd years now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or more. Yeah. She still yeah. feels emotional about that. Yeah. Dr. Tim's bringing up another really good uh, example. We, and here's why we're here today, folks. 
if you're one of those folks that's still triggered, right? It, yes, it's hard to see a higher vision when we're in the depths of the emotional response. I still am in the emotional response to this. And um, and that's when we turn to our practitioners. That's when we turn yes. to ministers. That's when we turn to professionals in our movement, in our philosophy, in our faith to get some support, to get some help, to be able to talk it through in a safe space, to be able to release it and, and, and bitch and cry and wail and scream and yell so that we can excise those emotions and allow for a space to, for the healing to begin. So if you're, if this is a touchy one for you, and I know I've been on the phone with my colleagues uh, for the last two days, uh, working to release all this so that I can have, so that I have the space for some real healing to occur. And it's not going to happen overnight. We have to be gentle with ourselves. I want to acknowledge some of the people who are commenting here. Thank you, Fiona. Yes. Yes. Please pray for us. We, re we really need that. I, I liked what uh, Tim also commented back. He says the politicians who call themselves pro-life seem to stop with the first breath. I haven't seen these politicians concerned for the lives of children in Texas and also in Buffalo. Also, uh, Linda says we need to start with our mental equivalent of what we as new thought practitioners want to outpicture to manifestation. That can be a challenge when our emotions fire up. I agree, Linda. And I think that um, seeing again, the, the old style new thought says, well, you know, just go ahead, suck it up. Uh, you know, just hold it in uh, and other, you know, just go ahead and deny it. I think that uh, the, the challenge with that has been that especially the ministerial training that I went through, the reason it was revamped was because, again, that uh, that our institute was putting out people who were, again, who, who were wounded inside and, again, did not have any type of emotional outlet to be able, you know, through counseling and through other things to let that stuff go. So what I recommend to individuals is the same as what Robert's saying is make sure that you have a support system around you that when stuff happens, that you have a safe group of people to go to and say, you know what, I'm really hurting today. And I think that that's one of the things, and especially all the ministers out there and practitioners, if you do not have a support system around you of other practitioners, other ministers, other therapists, please go get one. Yeah. Because again, it you you go ahead and you start dealing with situations like this, you're going to find out, as I have found out in the past, you're going to run out of gas. So again, ha make sure that you have that in your life. Go ahead. In many ways, I was taught that 20 years ago. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers are enough. Go to consciousness. Change your consciousness, and the world will change around you. Dr. Tim said it earlier. Prayer without works. Yes. Prayer without works is meaningless if we're not calling our senators if we're not actively aware there were a lot of red flags there were a lot of indicators with this one this isn't this if they are and nobody did anything about any of those red flags now that is changing yesterday here in colorado one of our schools were shut down for a threat the, the police became aware of that threat because an out-of-state caller 
called a, a, a local police department and said, I saw a comment online that from a guy, from someone that said they were going to do this. So if, if anybody out there thinks, oh, I can't do anything, I'm just all I all I can do is thoughts and prayers. No, we can get active. We can get in the streets and march. We can call representatives and senators. We can be aware of what might be a red flag and not be afraid to report it to somebody. It, when I was a kid, right, the worst thing it could be was a narc. Right. The, the worst thing you could do was tell on somebody. Well, folks, it, the the consequences of not telling on somebody today could mean the loss of a classroom full of kids. Yeah. If you see something, say something. Yeah. 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 And and, and you know the 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 thing that's overwhelming for me is how do we begin to create systems, as, as, as we're all saying, that are holistic, that are compassionate, that are supportive. We live in an environment now where we're telling jokes on people and trying to make people feel bad. And, and you know, all of these things are making money. For, and we, we have to figure out a way to not do this stuff at the expense of someone, you know, and push them in a direction that causes them to do things. They, I've heard this kid was has been bullied you know all of his life mate mo, uh, you know most of his 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 educational life i mean it's so many things and and we have to we have to get involved on all fronts so so and i know the time is 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 of the essence here so my my point would be this find a way for each and every one of us to get involved you know uh, whether it go volunteer at a rec center, go do reading at the school, uh, um, you know, go get involved in city council, school board, wherever you feel. We're not asking you to do something outside of your comfort because you not may not be that effective. We want you to be where you're going to be effective yes. to begin to make a change in how we are living. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um while this was all happening on Tuesday, Rev Z and I were actually interviewing Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. And so we didn't learn about this until afterwards. I think if we had known of what was going on, we would have discussed this with him. However, in that broadcast, we did discuss Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of bring us into the home stretch here today, folks, uh, with part of what he was, he shared with us on Tuesday, and you can go back and look at the video in the archives. This is a disease. Yes. We are, whether we want to call it a mental health crisis, whether we want to call it an emotional health crisis, this is a disease. Yeah. It, and we have to start treating it that way. And when someone is an addict, you take away their drugs. When someone is, is diseased, we do our thoughts and prayers, but we also diagnose what's going on and provide allopathic medicine, homopathic medicine, whatever it might be. We have to use every resource in our, 
in our world, in our lives, because if we don't, this disease is going to kill us all. Yes. I, I want to acknowledge uh, Linda again. Hi, Linda. Voting starting with local and primary elections. Yes, that's absolutely wonderful. Um, Yana said this. She said that when I lived in the U.S. 30 years ago, there was a Big Brother program. Uh, does it still exist? In some areas, it does, Fiona. But I think that it's it's a broader thing that uh, that uh, social net that we need just besides Big Brothers and Big Sisters. We're talking about again involving the community to do what uh, Robert said was that again, if you see something online, you need to again, to pick up the phone and to call the law enforcement. Um, again, it's, this is a, again, we all can be a part of the solution here, all of us. So I think that that's, again, uh, by, you know, supporting our young people, by, again, having a safety net uh, around them, by us, again, uh, holding our politicians accountable for these crazy gun laws that are out there that we we need to again to start reeling it in so vote for change folks we're gonna uh we're gonna need to wrap this up here real soon or we're gonna go on for days let us do uh i'm gonna invite you to join us for just a moment as we say thank you to our committed givers and our organizational sponsors we'll be back in just one minute with more and our final thoughts here today on Ministers Talking Shit. Help us say thank you first, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our committed givers and organizational sponsors. Uh, it is thanks to viewers and watchers and, and listeners like you that we're able to do what we do here and bring you this type of program. And remember, today's Friday it means we've got a wealth of great programming for you. Be Your Own Hero with Sekou Rights comes up next. Morning Prayers with, I think it's practice, uh, Gina is on today. I'm not sure. Uh, after that, we've got uh, the Morning Sip. Later today, it's the good news at five, and Pastor Michael will be with us with the fireside chat at six. So, 
Uh, stay tuned, share with your friends, let them know what we're doing here. And hey, if you know of a topic you'd like us to cover, or you know somebody you think should be on this program, hit us up, send an email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. That'll get right to us. And uh, Or if you'd like to join us some morning for one of these <laughs> conversations, we'd love to have you. All right, gentlemen, uh, final thoughts. What do, uh, what do we walk away with here? I think from my perspective, what we walk away with is find a way to get involved. How, however that is, what that is, uh, in addition to our thoughts and prayers, uh, as, as, as Tim said, let's figure out a way to get some action going. You know, whatever it is, read to kids, uh, volunteer at the library, go volunteer at the rec center to teach kids sports, I, any something to begin to create a family and an extended family. And I agree with Z. I think that again, that we, again, thoughts and prayers, we, we continue those, but again, that it's not enough. We need to, again, to have active action, holding our politicians accountable and for all of those new thought people that say, well, you shouldn't be involved in that kind of stuff. Listen, you need to read our history. Our history came out of this, uh, the social rights movement of the late 1800s, early 1900s. So that excuse out the window. Again, read your history. We need to actively be involved in these issues. And, if, uh, and also, again, with our consciousness, too. So thank you. I've seen so many posts in the last day or two Thoughts and, uh, where thoughts and prayers is scribbled out and underneath it, it says policy and change. The policy and change only happens when we're involved. So I'm going to echo what my colleagues are saying. It is thoughts and prayers and it's getting our hands in, out in the field. It is getting involved. It is uh, demanding policy and change and if you happen to have a gun in your house, give it up. Find a buyback program. Just donate it. Just take it down to your local police station and say, here, we need less of these in America and hand it in. I believe the will of the people would give up their guns if they felt they could and they would still be safe. So let's make this a safe country. Let's give up our guns and voluntarily. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here. Your comments are welcome. Your complaints are welcome. Uh, anything you want to share with us is welcome because we'll be here every Friday doing this. We're here again next week. And uh, oh, I was supposed to look and see if we had any uh, guests next week. I'm not sure if we've got a guest next week or not. But please join us again. Share with your friends what we're doing. We're ministers talking shit. We're out for now. Peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>